Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Today, I'd like to talk about what happens when a customer arrives at our dealership. A lot of people refer to this step as the meet and greet. And I kind of joke sometimes and I say, well, there are two kinds of customers on our lot, ones that are outside and ones that are inside the building. <laughs> we can we can kind of generalize like that all day, I guess. But I say that because whether they're outside or inside sometimes affects how we meet and greet them and how things go. So a lot of dealerships don't really focus on how to handle this part of the process. So whether or not your dealership has rules, I'd like to share some thoughts on it. I certainly wouldn't want you to break any rules at your dealership, but I think that when we as salespeople or managers focus on this and think about it, we can all agree that there should be some sort of standardization and some sort of goal that we have during the meet and greet step. I believe that for most of us at the dealership, the meet and greet should lead into a needs analysis so that we can land on a car and demonstrate a car. So that's what I'd like to talk about. And this will be brief. Now, when a when a customer arrives at our dealership, we don't think about things the same as they do. They think, well, this is a step in my process. I'm going to the dealership. And so we think, well, now that they're here, we've got the meet and greet and the needs analysis and the product demo and this and that and whatever steps we have in our mind, our process. We think we've, we've got to go through these steps to sell a car in their mind. It's not like that. There are not a, a, a lot of little small steps. This is a step in their process. The step before this was doing research online. And, and the step right after that between the two was researching the value of their trade and checking on some finance rates. So they've already gone through one or two steps. This is like the third or fourth step probably in their process. And we think, well, it just started. No, for them, it's already started. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that we make this step in their process smooth and easy and productive. Now, when they arrive at our dealership, if they're outside, my personal goal was always to bring them inside out of the weather and into a more, I hate to use the word control, but into a more controlled environment and have a conversation and try to figure out which vehicle we need to drive. So that in and of itself is a training lesson, how to transition and, and bring people inside and, and get to a needs analysis step. If they're already inside the dealership, my goal is to get them to my desk or a table and sit them down and have a conversation, a meaningful conversation, make notes on a guest sheet or needs analysis sheet and figure out which car to drive. Same goal, same process. Just we started outside on one. We started inside on the other. What do you think is happening in a customer's mind when they arrive at the dealership? There's some apprehension normally, and there's a little bit of what I call mental noise. They don't really know what's going to happen. They're sort of standoffish, concerned a little bit. They don't know if we're going to be nice to them or not, because let's face it, sometimes people really don't have a good feeling about their experiences at a car dealership because they've had bad experiences before. And they've had bad experiences in life with people. Some people aren't nice. And so they don't know who they're going to get when they walk in the door. They don't know what's going to happen. They just know this is a step they got to go through to buy a car. So my goal is to make sure that I'm portraying to them both in what I say and how I act, my body language, 
how sincere I am about helping them and how much I care about them. Now, I know that may sound a little bit mushy, but I love dealing with people, meeting new people, helping people. And I love cars. So for me, selling cars was the perfect business to go into. If you don't care about people, you're probably in the wrong business if you're trying to sell cars because it's going to show through. More than 50%, and some studies indicate more than 70% of human communication is nonverbal. And it's pretty hard to hide some of the micro expressions on our face and some of the body language some of us use when we're dealing with customers, especially when we're meeting and greeting customers. Sometimes we try to figure out, well, what happened? Why did I go through all those steps and we spend all that time together and they didn't buy a car from me? Well, maybe they read your body language and they picked up on something. I'm not saying that happens every time, but it has happened. It happens every day. So we should be sure that, A, we've got our mind right and our heart right when we're trying to help people. And we should make sure that we're portraying that. So it's it's kind of interesting. I've, I've seen a lot of things happen at the dealership over the years. And, and I'll never forget one time uh, I saw this big muscular sales guy and he was standing right outside the front door of the dealership. And he was talking to a little old lady and he was looking down at her with his arms crossed. And he's just looking down at her and he's got one of these sort of scowls on his face. You know how if somebody says something and you don't understand, sometimes you kind of crinkle your eyebrows, but that can also look kind of like you're mean or mad. Well, he's standing there with his arms crossed, looking down at this little old lady and he's a big pumped up dude and he's got a scowl on his face. And I don't know what they were saying or what was going on, but from a distance where I saw it from, it really looked like he was guarding the door, trying to keep her from getting inside and buying a car. I'm sure that wasn't the case, but my point is our body language says a lot. So what do you think she was feeling? She's a little old lady looking up at this big dude with a scowl on his face. He's standing between her and the door. What do you really think was going on there? So whether it was conscious or subconscious, there are some signals being sent and received by both parties. So we should be really careful how we present ourselves when someone comes to our dealership and, and, and how we proceed from there and, and what the next step is and all that. So one of my goals is to welcome them and make sure that they feel welcome and understand how sincerely I care. It's pretty hard to fake sincerity. And my next goal is to make sure that that apprehension or, or mental noise apprehension goes down in their brain as quickly as possible, because the sooner it goes down, the sooner we can have meaningful conversation and start this journey toward buying a car together. Now, if I do that out on the lot, if they come up, drive up, I have a few words with them. And next thing you know, the salesperson and the customers are walking out on the lot. They've not even been in the building. You know, it's, it's 60 seconds after they got here and we're already walking through the line looking at cars. How much mental noise has gone down, do you think? I mean, they're still out in the open. They're still looking around, taking in their surroundings. What kind of answers do you really think you're getting? What kind of it, it's basically probably just the stuff they think they're supposed to say. Right. And we're just going through the motions. There's no connection being made. You know, we're occasionally going to throw in a, hey, uh, nice day, isn't it? Or, hey, how did you get the evening off to come out here? What brings you out? Whatever. Those aren't meaningful conversations. We're not really going anywhere yet. And it's a lot harder and longer a process outside than it is inside, in my opinion. 
So if we could somehow invite them inside to have this conversation, then we could maybe have them settle down into a smaller environment, maybe our desk or a table, where it feels like we're a little bit encapsulated, a little bit away from everything that's going on at the dealership, where this conversation is a little more private. You know, they don't, they don't feel like they're standing at the front door and everybody's staring at them and they're having a conversation with everybody in the building. You know, I hate when a customer comes in the showroom and, and the salesperson and the customer stand at the front door for five minutes having a conversation. It's just awkward feeling. It's you can you can see it all over the customer. They don't really they, they're like, who's hearing this? I don't know if I want to say this out loud. If we just get them to a table or to our desk, it sort of feels like a safe capsule. Now we're talking. Now we're having our own private conversation and we're not dealing with everything else that's going on. And the sooner we can start that process, the sooner we can calm them down, the sooner we can get this mental noise and anxiety down in their brain, the sooner they can tune in and focus on what we're doing. So for me, that process when a customer arrives is if they're outside, I want to get them inside. And if they're inside, I want to get them to my desk or a table and I want to start working on a needs analysis worksheet which is a guest sheet or a sheet of paper or whatever. But I want to make some notes because once again, when we make notes and we ask follow-up questions and we pay attention to what they're saying, they can come to understand we really care about them and we're paying attention and we want to help them. And what they're saying is important enough for us to make notes about it. So a lot of people look at this part of the transaction, the meet and greet and the transition to a needs analysis. They look at it as willy nilly. There's no process in place and it's whatever this next customer decides they want to do or we decide we want to do with them. It's, it's sort of like every time it's different. You know, one person comes in and makes their way toward the door and we're like, oh, looks like they want to go inside. So let's go inside and talk. And then they stand at the front door and then eventually somebody says, well, can we sit down? And now we're we're having a conversation, but nobody's making notes. That's just all wrong. Sometimes somebody comes up and they just get out. And next thing you know, after 30 seconds talking to the salesperson, you can almost see it when you're inside the building. And, and, and if you want to know what your manager sees, here's a good example. When someone drives up to the front door of the dealership and you're standing outside and you greet the person and they open the door and get out and you shake hands and, and you can almost tell what you're saying. Hey, welcome. How you doing? How could I help you? I'm John, whatever. And then next thing you know, within like 20 seconds, everybody's walking out on the lot toward the cars. And you know what was said as a manager, what you're thinking was said was something like this. Hey, yeah, I'm here to see you such and such model. Okay, great. Let me show you. And boom, we're walking. How effective is this really going to be? Probably not very effective. Now, do a lot of people sell cars this way? Yes. But just because it works a lot of time doesn't mean that's the best way to do it. There's a lot of money that gets left on the table when we do that. And there is a lot of negative CSI review and comments online that are not so good after this process happens because a person in, ends up at home realizing they bought the wrong car or they don't feel good about how things happened or whatever. And we think we've got it all figured out because it worked, but did it work? If, if working means you sold a car, then it worked. But if working means you're trying to build a career in the car business and trying to get great CSI scores and good reviews online so you can bring in more customers and show them your great reviews and sell more cars, and you want repeat business from those customers, you actually want a career, then just selling a car doesn't mean it worked. 
That's just one step in the process. So I'd like for you to think about that and, and maybe that will help you in, in the way you approach some of your meet and greets and transitions into needs analysis. Again, some people, some dealerships don't really care. Whether your dealership cares or not, I think you should care because it's your career and it's your money. And it's not that we're trying to manipulate anyone or control anyone. It's just common sense. So think about any other business that you know. Can you walk into that business? And I don't, I don't mean retail. I mean any business where you're going to buy an item that costs more than $10,000, a boat, a house, a car, an RV, anything expensive. When you walk into that place, do you think somebody's going to help you? Do you need some help? Do you know everything already? Because unless you work in that business, you probably don't. You know, if I went to buy a boat or an RV today, I know I would need some help. Somebody's got to get a key and unlock this RV and show it to me. Somebody's got to get a key and meet me at this house and, and schedule a showing for purchase of real estate, make sure the family is okay with me coming into their house. So at the end of the day, there are not a lot of businesses where people just drive up, somebody meets them in the parking lot, and then we start just willy-nilly meandering through the lot looking at cars. And if you're new in this business, if you can't figure this out, you're going to struggle. But if you figure this out and you get into a habit of doing it the same way every time, greet them, seat them, sell them. Greet them outside or inside. Have a pleasant conversation. Very quickly, as quickly as possible, bring them inside. And if they're inside, bring them to your desk or bring them to a table. Sit down, take out a sheet of paper, have a discussion and make notes. That's the process. That's the best process. And I would argue with anyone that said anything different. So I hope this has helped. I hope this has given you something to think about as far as how you're approaching customers at the dealership and maybe giving you some insight into what they're feeling and what they're thinking and what your goal should be when they first arrive at the dealership so that they can get through this step in their procedure smoothly and you can get through all the steps in yours successfully. Thanks a lot.